episode number 409. Probably the best lessons my dad gave me when I was growing up was, you know, find something you enjoy doing and figure out a way to make money at it. Right. So, you know, I love what I do for a living. Every day is a new challenge. Every day is a new beginning. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Welcome to the B-Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little excitement, value, entertainment, and joy in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your design, your how it's engineered to your business, your brand, and if it is not, there is many things you can do with your design as well as, uh, you know, engineering what's going to talk about technology and many things we're on zoom right now baby but we're talking to an expert in the game someone that's won addy awards and we're going to get into the nitty-gritties but mr nick collins nick are you ready to be real i am ready let's go uh so nick is the ceo of satoris uh digital it's a full digital media agency and addy award winner i know that because i sat on the board of the american uh, uh, uh my local form of the uh, ad federation and uh, a lot of times you're submitting for the addies tons of respect and acumen around getting an addy and you've really focused your energy and efforts around the web and mobile uh, application creator space as well as many things in digital media as well we're going to get into that um, and then you interestingly enough were one of the first people being called uh, kind of a pet nickname or kind of a slogan around this thought around designing and computer engineering background where it wasn't like you were just only into the artsy, you know, uh, you know, into the palette types and all that as much as you were also into the engineering side of how this is going to roll out, lay out and actually be roll, you know, uh, make happen is with that engineering mindset. Uh, but take me back into the business before we get into that. Were you always into uh, into business? Were you always into uh, uh, starting things and starting projects and and, uh, and also design how things looked? Yeah, actually, uh, I, I started my first web business. When I was in junior high. I was like, you know, fourteen years old, and you know, well, this is back when the web was still really new. Like HTML three was like the you know current thing. Um, IE, I don't even think it was around yet. We just had Mozilla. Um, the only thing we had that we used for uh, for writing the code of a web page was Notepad on a Windows computer, you know. So I, and, you know, we were talking to me like like hardcore. You're just coding everything by hand from scratch, and I just, I got really interested in it. Saw a lot of potential for it. Uh, and this this is back when you know the epitome of like design on the web was to have the little animated gif of a hula girl or a torch on your page, right? So the simplest you know, things we were happy the, with. The simplest things we were happy with. Oh yeah, then. absolutely, absolutely. You know, simple <laughs> pleasures, right? Right. But yeah, but you said it was so, hard to do that. It was hard to do that back then. It was those those things. Were it, easy. It, it was. And, and man, we, we you know broadband back then, right? It was like dial up. You had to wait like five minutes just to get online, right? <laughs> you know, it sounded like a jet was taking off in your house every time you wanted to get online. Right, download but, a photo uh, or download yeah. a video. It's like a, you're gonna spend a whole day downloading that uh, music file. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it wasn't just oh, I'm gonna go get a coffee while this is happening. It's like okay, I'm gonna go on vacation, come back, and it'll be done. <laughs> back up the PC, <laughs> we're ready, baby. Uh, but yeah, I saw I saw a ton of potential in it though, and so I started kind of doing it as a hobby. And you know, actually, eventually, someone came to me and say, "Hey, can you build me a web page?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." They got this idea. I was like, "Hey, I could make some money doing this." So I started putting some ads and like some bulletin boards and things like that. And uh, it was actually pretty funny because we started getting phone calls to the house, and we didn't have cell phones and crap back then. Right. So they started calling my my our, our home number. My parents are getting this, you know, these calls going, you know, you're asking for what for who, you know. <laughs> The business owner, you know, baby. I was like, hey, you know, <laughs> exactly. It, it was, hey, you know, 14 years old, that was the only phone number I had accessible to me, right? Right. So, you know, use what you got. But, uh, yeah, so I, I got started back then. We're talking like 94-ish. Mm. At 93, 94. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's been a while. But take me, so back, back then, you know, it was based on people didn't know a lot about website development. The fact that you could actually do oh, it was, no. a key, was a key thing. The fact that no matter what your age was, you could develop a product, a website back then. 
was a huge thing. And so uh, you oh, yeah. just capitalize on that skill. Like I always remind people, well, there's skills right now that are, people are doing, aren't taking advantage of that you could take advantage of for them. Uh, you know, now that obviously web, websites have been figured out a little bit more. Now there's a lot more into website development, design, uh, branding, all that kind of good stuff. But bottom line is, you know, there's, there's, there's fruit just sitting on the fields right now, just the same way it was back then. It's just, you, you have to figure oh, it out. You got to work on it. And obviously at the end of the day, uh, monetize it by making that money, baby. Uh, you know, so that was your start to oh, yeah. getting a check or getting a, getting a, a cash or getting some sort of payment around your service, baby. And that, uh, what then that, that point was that like the fuel that was like, wow, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Were you, were you hooked on business from then on, or was it just kind of like, this is a cool hobby. I'm going to keep seeing what's going on. And where did it take you from there? Yeah. So at the time that was just kind of like a, you know, a fun hobby. I just kind of doing on the side for a little extra money type of thing. But uh, my, my real passion at the time was in, in film. Mm. I, I wanted to get into like, you know, yeah, like toy story and those kinds of things coming out. It's like, man, doing that 3d animation, that looks so awesome. I wanted to do that. Right. Uh, and so I kind of, I took the money that I earned from working and, you know, bought, you know, high-end 3D computing equipment, wow. software, and stuff like that. You know, like some of the pro-level stuff to learn it. And uh, even when I went to college for film and video production, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Because this was like during the, you know, 2000, 2001, mm. you know, dot-com bubble burst. Uh, you know, living in Michigan at the time, had the bottom drop out of the auto industry at the same time. Mm. When I came back from my freshman year of college at film school, I, I literally couldn't get a job at McDonald's. They were on a hiring freeze. It was that bad. And so I was like, okay, well, I got, I got to figure out how to, you know, pay off the student loan that I had to take out to complete this last year. Um, some of those expenses I didn't anticipate, like, you know, having to buy several 400 foot rolls of film and then get it developed. <laughs> it ain't cheap. Right. Um, you know, so, you know, because we yeah. had to do everything manually. This was before we had like, you know, digital editing was a really big thing. I mean, they had a couple of avids there at the school, but, you know, those were reserved for the seniors. We were doing everything on like Premiere and, you know, you had to shoot everything on film and then scan it in. And, you know, that, that was pricey, wow. you know, like 1200 bucks a project that you did. Wow. Um, so I had, I had anticipated that and had to take out this loan to be able to do that. But it's like, man, I got, I got to figure out a way to pay this off mm. and I'll, I'll, I'll fold back on my, you know, my hobby business that I've been doing a web design <laughs> and, uh, you know, it kind of took off from there. I was really fortunate enough that, uh, there, there was this little known technology back then called flash that uh, I, I was fortunate enough. My uncle was at like a, a computer company. So I thought it was Comdex actually out in Vegas and had bumped into these guys that were handing out discs of this new software they're building. They called it future splash animator. Right. Wow. And he was like, well, hey, I know my nephews into that web stuff. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and grab one of these demo discs from them. Wow. It was a beta copy of the, of the stuff. And I, I got hooked on it right off the bat. Then, of course, Macromedia bought it, renamed it to Flash. Mm. And then Adobe bought it later on. But, you know, that's kind of like one of my claims to fame is that I was using Flash before it was Flash. Wow. And, uh, you know, so I, I was, you know, it, it kind of at the top of my game. Uh, then, of course, Steve Jobs wrote his, uh, his famous letter on Flash and essentially killed thousands of careers with a stroke of a pen, you know, mm. or in his case, you know, the stroke of an Apple pencil. Right. Um, you know, we, we went from, you know, getting calls from headhunters three, four times a week, you know, be able to write, basically write our own checks going into places with our, you know, 15, 20 years experience doing this stuff to not be able to find work anywhere. It was, it was crazy. So you had another but, uh, reset happen even after, even after you got going, even after the business was very successful, or, I mean, you were just, able to close as many deals as you basically were, were getting to where he changed the game for flash. Absolutely. I, and it wasn't even like a, a subtle change or, you know, okay, you've got time to adjust. It, it was, it was almost like, you know, the pandemic shutdown. Wow. It's like, okay, your, your entire world happened, the wow. change in like six weeks, you Dude. know, it's like, you know, you, you go from being in super demand to almost being a pariah. Um, I actually started taking flash off of my resume and just, you know, leaving as generic, you know, software development or things like that. Because it was negative. It was like a negative. It started to be. I want to touch that. Got you. So it was a negative. It had negative sentiment at some point. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know some guys that, you know, that had opposite, you know, experience, but uh, they were kind of few and far between most of the, most of the top guys I know, they, you know, they took flash off the resume and just replaced it with JavaScript or whatever saying, Hey, they're close enough. You know, it's a, it's a good analog. You know, if I knew flash, I can do the JavaScript and kind of, you know, figure it out as I go along for those little idiosyncrasies. Right. And, you know, a, a lot of us ended up doing that, you know, yeah. But because uh, that was yeah, the next big cra- thing, crazy that, times. JavaScript was then the next big kind of language in the that took over after that for a while. Oh, absolutely, and it still is. I mean, it's probably it's still <laughs> one of the only languages that you can pretty much write for any single any platform out there. You know, all the Internet of Things and you know Got all you. the stuff going on. You know, the, the the dashboard on your Tesla, you know, is running JavaScript on wow. there. You know, so it's so, pretty universal um, still still today, guys. Remember this? It really is. It's, it's a universal yeah. language to, to start, even if there's a lot of other more advanced things you can do. Like you said, the uh, the scale of the JavaScript is that it's working on so many different devices. Uh, well, that's because that's because the web is being taken everywhere, right? So you know, find a device out there that isn't internet enabled today. I mean, they're, they're, they're not very many of them. Even your refrigerator these days, you know. Right. And so you know, if, if it's web enabled, chances are it's running JavaScript. Mm, that's crazy. So that's I mean, that for anyone that's getting intrigued, um, uh, that is just something to learn about. Learn, just type in JavaScript on the internet. Like, start learning. Start like watch some informative YouTube videos. Um, obviously a lot of people already have the mindset for it. They're going to be gravitated, but if you want to learn, I think that you can learn these things too. Right. I mean, sometimes oh, you see, absolutely. I mean, you, you go to your local, your local library is going to have, you know, some introductory books. They may be a little dated, but Hey, that's enough to get you started. Right. You know, check out right. a few books from your local library. You know, you don't even need an expensive computer. You can, you know, there's free things like code pen and things like that. You can use online to be able to kind of mess around with it until you get, you know, you have uh, have some money saved up to actually buy software, but even the tooling nowadays, you got you know VS Code, you got Sublime. There's dozens of you know free tools for for coding nowadays that are available that we didn't have way back then. You know, it was you're either using Notepad or you're using something like you know Visual Studio. Even now, it's like a three thousand dollar development environment if you want to go that route. So it, it's it wasn't cheap to get into it you know, if you wanted to have all those, you know, fancy bells and whistles. Right. But like you said, now the, the, the playing field is completely equal and that you want to get started. There's tons of free learning, tons of free uh, app- application sources. And that basically, you know, software that lives on the internet that you can use and test and play with and until you're ready, or, you know, even maybe you don't get ready to that, but you just keep using those things, bootstrap it all the way along, you know, along the way, uh, you know, and then to obviously the point to, you know, you need a bigger, uh, a software to handle bigger projects and things like that. Obviously, the cash is flowing at that point. I'm a huge believer in the business. Yeah, presumably, model. you're getting paid at that point, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The checks are coming in at that point, baby. I would say, you know, that's the, the biggest chain. thing about the business is if you don't have, if you've never got a check before for around the business, it's just, a, it's just kind of a hobby, right? Like it's just a, a fun thing you like to do. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. But that's the thing that people forget is that getting a check or getting a payment crypto wire however it looks like to you cash app nowadays you know whatever that looks like to you but getting that payment is so important first because once you get that first payment baby you can get the second third fourth like you learned early on when you were just selling the websites um you know that you know hey i got a phone number now i can take business calls you know and 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 after you get a few clients on building websites you know the third one and the fourth one and uh the best part now Nick, that we didn't have when we were kids is that, you know, all these things are out there. They're all free. Absolutely. They're all ready for you, baby. So I always say that. Just never well, the social media, the things that you can do with that, you know, w- without having to put out any cash. I mean, you can do paid ads, but you can do very well with organic as well nowadays. If you, you know, if you spend some time on YouTube learning how. Right. Everything is either time or money, baby. So you either spend the money in the yep. ads or you spend the time learning and do the Mr. Beast model and edit and learn all the hard routes. You, you got to learn one of the two and, and somewhere in between too, you know, we're all somewhere in between. I always say the most important thing is you just keep on doing it. If that's what you want to do, you learn, you don't leave any excuses. You got, you want a podcast record, baby. We're coming up over 400 something shows, baby. Hit that podcast awesome. record. Congratulations. Button. Thank you, my man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, Definitely over 400. You know, that's the great thing about this technology nowadays. It's become so commoditized. It really doesn't matter, you know, what socioeconomic position you find yourself in. 
you know, anybody can find a way to walk to their local library to get access to these things. You know, who, who doesn't have a Facebook account? Who doesn't have these things? And the, the knowledge, the, the information is out there. You just have to have the drive to go for it. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. You can do it. 100. I love that message, dude, because it uh, doesn't matter what you're doing, but that's such a great message because right now there's just no excuses. So take me into now scaled in. We're in now 2022. Um, <laughs> talk to me about the agency now because you guys have won Addy Awards. You guys are at a whole nother level in game. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the sweet spot of kind of the cl- customers you like to work with and kind of the things you, you guys really, if you want to call it niche down to, or just love doing for clients. Sure. So up until 2017, 2018, our, our primary focus, honestly, was the enterprise, right? You know, we're like, hey, you know, that's where the money's at. You know, you're, you're, we're signing you know, six, seven figure, figure deals and everything was good. But, uh, you know, we started seeing, you know, a shift in the, in the, in the market. Right. And then coronavirus happened, which I think we could all agree, agree that, you know, it sucked, you know, big time for a lot of people, you know, careers were destroyed, businesses were destroyed. But at the same time, anytime you have cataclysmic events like that, there's also opportunity, right? That goes along with that. If if you have your eyes open and are able to see it. Right. And one of the things I noticed is you have a lot of small business owners out there who are really struggling because they're now suddenly thrust in this position where they're, they're forced to try and figure out how am I going to interface with my customers? How am I going to reach them? How am I going to do business with them when my brick and mortar model is essentially impossible right now? People aren't coming into the stores. Right. You know, if they do, there's all these restrictions and regulations that I now have to try and figure out how to work around and how to deal with. And, totally. you know, it just made their lives really, really difficult. And I, I really saw that as, you know, this is a way I can help because I've got a lot of experience working with these big companies and there's a lot of things that I've learned over my you know 20 years of doing that that mm. I can take that to these little guys. Right. Say, hey, look, you know, these these big concepts you see, like you know, digital business transformation and you know, all these buzzwords and everything like that. It's like this is not something just for the enterprise, it's not something just for the big guys. Right. This is something that could be accessible to the little guys too. I mean, excuse me, you got your mom and pop shop that now they need to figure out, okay, I need to be able to take orders online. Oh, absolutely. You know. Dude, absolutely. I, I got to be able to figure out how, how to be able to do these things. How, right. how can I reach my customers? You know, I, I'm not running ads in the paper anymore. I need to be able to reach them on Facebook. I need to be able to reach them on you know YouTube, etc. You know, yes. Depending on the kind of business they are, right. uh, you know your Google lo- local listings, things like that. And th- these things become so important. And most of them never bothered with any of it. They never learned how to do any of it because. It, that wasn't their business model. It was like, hey, people walk in my store, they look around, I see what they need, I sell them something, you know, end of day. Right. Um, and people then people were forced to make this shift so rapidly. And you know, having been in that position a couple of times in my career where I was forced to make massive, rapid pivots, um, you know, that, that kind of survival instinct that is there. Right. Like, you know what? These people, these people needed some help. And so I was like, you know, let's let's take what we've learned. Let's take our our service offering and say, you know what? Not everybody's got to be a, a six figure client, right? You know, let, let, let's take this and you know, knock this down a few notches, make it accessible to the SMBs out there, you know, the small, medium sized businesses who are oh, trying yeah. to figure out how to deal with this new environment. Absolutely, dude, it's so important. So, what are the main things that you guys are doing for them besides maybe having a website and things like that? Is there any sweet spots of things that you guys are offering them right now, just so we can intrigue the listeners? I think probably, you know, the latest customers, e-commerce is, of course, you know, the biggest thing that you be able to take in orders and be able to deliver on those uh, using electronic means rather than, you know, the face-to-face physical, you know, kind of fulfillment of a thing. Right. Uh, I, those are probably one of the, the biggest things that's most important, you know, be able to set up an online store. And, you know, these are not things that today have to be really complicated uh, or, or expensive. I mean, this, we're not in the days where, you know, you got to create your own eBay or your own Amazon in order to be able to do business online. Right. You, you can get WordPress or Shopify, you know, at relatively low cost uh, as far as your know, initial investment. Of course, you get a lot of traffic, you get a, you know, a lot of things, you know, volume and things like that that uh, 
that will increase costs, but presumably with volume also comes additional revenue. So it just becomes a, a cost basis. Cash um, exactly. You know, but it, it opens up opportunities where, where it used to be. I remember, I remember back in the day, you know, we all use shared servers and uh, you know, things like GeoCities to put sites up because oh, yeah. those were the only options available if you wanted to have like your own like full-fledged website and you were getting like a dedicated server that was going like, to run you a few thousand dollars to buy the server. Crazy. And you need to find a data center to put it in and pay for the bandwidth. And you know, bandwidth Crazy. was so expensive back then. Right. And you'd be paying you know, three, four grand a month for a T1, which now my mobile phone has you know better bandwidth than that. Wow. Um, you know, so, you know, things have changed a lot in the last, you know, 20 plus years that have really made these things accessible to the everyday person. The problem is, is they, they don't have anybody to kind of guide them through that process if they're not tech savvy themselves. Right. And you have the also the design and branding experience as well, which there's a exactly. piece to that, to making the design <laughs> look good, the colors you use, the elements you use after you've had success with these big boys. It's easier to scale that down to a small business owner. And I think it's more impactful for them too, if they're able to, to you know, obviously in the 2022, take a business online, pivot the business. You're now seeing that obviously more and more customers are willing to do that, have Zoom meetings, whatever it is, you know, they're just yeah. willing to, uh, and it helps everybody, you know, even a local business. If you could have a few Zoom meetings, it kills way more drive time, especially in some of these metropolis areas where it's, you know, you're spending hours of time in, in traffic just driving 15 miles in LA, you know, some, some, some times of the day uh, versus in that 15, 20 minutes, you can hammer yeah. out three or four conversations on zoom or FaceTime or whatever, you know? And so uh, because oh of- yeah, and if you're under 45 minutes, there's no cost to it too either. You know, so exactly. You know, these are, yes, things baby, are yes, accessible expensive. to you without any outlay. Right, yeah. dude. Exactly. I mean, that's the other thing. Like I would say about the podcast, Hey, we both get value from the show. We record it. There's tons of value for the listeners but there's not a ton of outlet on you. You don't have to spend a ton of time on planes to come see me and sit down with me. Those awesome, our interviews are awesome. Joe Rogan's interviews are amazing. There's a place for that, but this is the best part about zoom and things like that is it just, it creates that transparency as well as we get to have that conversation. We get to have it documented. We get to record it, but there's not the main cost on wear and tear on our bodies. And like you said, the main cost of the car these days, you know, with gas and all these things, it's better. Um, you know, it's six bucks a gallon right now in Cali, baby. So just to drive, a, a, you know, an hour yeah. is, you know, is, is, is got to be burning your gas, you know? So yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just, a, it's a new world. Well, you don't have to worry about recharging your car during a blackout either. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah I know, bro. Yeah. We got those coming probably this year, man. Cause it's been a hot season. All right. We're, we're almost going to hit mm-hmm. 90 degrees today uh, out here in Oof. California, central California already. This is early, man. It's pretty early for that. Uh, <laughs> hey, we, we were still having snow yesterday. <laughs> Hey, we'll take some of that snow, baby. Send it our way. We got the best invention on earth is diverting that weather over our way, baby, to Cali and get some of that rain, get that weather. We're, we're, we're ready for it. We're ready for it. It's going to happen. And obviously, Absolutely. over time, technology and things do so, you know, solve some of these things as well as entrepreneurships. You know, they become way more resourceful around water these days. Farmers are real resourceful these days for Sure, using technology about how they spray and how they water and how they fly the drones now to uh, spray the crops and just so many different things. So um, that's the other thing that comes from when, the, when, when you have a necessity or something, an asset is going away, you start to get hella smart about, Hey, I got to get real resourceful, baby. How to, you know, c- cause you have all these, uh, you know, resources of technology, you got to oh, find yeah. ways to use it. And so you're seeing that more. Well, and more. What's that old saying? Uh, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Boom. That's it right there. I'm hitting on the head. That's what I say about climate change and all these things, too. I believe that at some point we will all uh, more and more, you know, we'll figure it out. You know, that's my optimism. That's the optimistic side of my belief as an entrepreneur. And as all you see, Tesla, these, these incredible companies are created from people that didn't work government. It was just a private person helping the government, helping the you know people in a way by putting solar on the roofs and putting, you know, solar in their cars and actually doing it, though, where people are driving these damn cars, you know, not just. Wasted projects. We got many projects out here in Cali where they did high speed rail. I can see it sometimes uh, when I'm driving around the corner here. Dude, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars, brother, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's like it's a graffiti wall. Like it's it's the biggest embarrassment you've ever seen because it doesn't happen as well when there's just this big thing. It happens well with entrepreneurs like yourself 
that's been doing it since we're 13 that's in our blood that you're willing to pick a million ton paperweight right right bro it's it's it's, it makes me sick to my stomach dude but we can't fix that problem you can't fight that you have to move on beyond it but it's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is we eventually like you said necessity gets that drive gets that invention gets that energy to get something and so i know that there's two people who are so some females or a man or a female or whoever it is, they're working on all these problems in a, in a garage, like Mark Cuban says, uh, you know, to help solve these big problems that we have, like water necessity and things like that, uh, as well as obviously all the other beautiful things out there. But now, my man, we're about to take you into the top 10. Are you ready? Let's roll. Let's roll, baby. Apple or Android? Ah. Uh. If I'm honest, I'm going to say both, but uh, what I'm going to say Apple. You yeah. got to test both because you got, I, the, I, I, you got the engineering mind. You got to have both, right? Oh, my, my wife laughs. I got a stack of tablets and phones on, like, on, my, on my desk that I use, you know, of all the different like major manufacturers and models I got to oh, test yeah. on. I was about so to say, like, yeah. Oh, wait, oh the kid broke another phone. Okay, let me just grab one of these old ones here. <laughs> oh, so no, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, throw this in me. Let's go, baby. Next phone. What's that? What's next? But Apple, I do believe, does a great job of to try to protect our data, which is why I do love that. I don't know yes, a lot absolutely. about it, but I do believe that. And then obviously there's tons of benefits of Android and their open platforms and so many different things for the engineering community. You know, it's I, different strokes for different folks, right? right? And you know, Apple's the one you want to use it. I always want you have a phone that just works when I want to use it. Android's the one that's like, okay, I like to tinker. I want I want to be able to right. You know, to tailor, tailor this experience to exactly the way I want it to be, Android's your guy, right? Right. But, you know, you say, you know, I just want to make a phone call, surf the web, whatever. You know, you just rely on Apple to just work. <laughs> and hopefully protect you and not get crazy any issues or something like that. Uh, Netflix or YouTube if you're thinking about content? Netflix or YouTube? Uh, probably YouTube, although I got both, of course. You know, I, I'm an agnostic guy when it comes to tech, you know. I, I got a Mac and I got a PC, both sitting on the same desk. Right? <laughs> I love that, dude. I'm all about that too. I think that people get too stuck in their zones of like sides and teams, and uh, you know, instead of instead of just embracing all that. Plus, yeah. you you for specifically, my man, you live the tech, so you got to have those all those different devices, and uh, it's fun for you. I can only imagine. Well, that's like they say, you know, the only tool you have is a hammer. Everything looks like a nail, right? Well, I kind of go take that and flip it around. It's like, you know, I prefer to have the whole toolbox. And right. that way, whatever my clients need, I already have the tool available to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know it and you know how to use it and things like that, too. Because there's a, if you don't have an Android phone and you just try to hop on Android, it's a whole different experience. And so you'd be, you'd be exactly. spending half a day just trying to figure that out. Uh, Instagram or Facebook for social? Uh, Facebook. Facebook, chicken or steak, if you're thinking about a good meal. Oh, steak every day. Let's go, baby. Laptop or smartphone? Uh, probably smartphone. Laptop is easier to replace. Yes, smartphone has too much stuff. Two-factor alone, man, that's a big deal. Uh, Spotify or Pandora? Uh, probably use Pandora more, although, again, I've got both. <laughs> Yeah, Pandora is cool because you don't have to think anything. You just set it to the mood and just exactly. Pandora is great for like the background music of you know. I just gonna put this on and sleep for the day. But then there you know there's certain shows and things like that. I like to listen to. It's like okay, that's Spotify or absolutely. Yeah, I listen to a specific song, specific album. Right. Spotify. Right. Yeah, they both have great utility. Uh, Spotify absolutely. has just become more and more a beast, man, with all these podcasts and so many different things for content. I think they're beginning to be a competitor to YouTube at some point. Movies or video games. Uh, movies. Movies! I don't have time for video games anymore, unfortunately. Right, the deep dive. The deep dive is... Uh, I, got, I, got, I, got X, I got Xbox sitting there that I don't think I've touched in six months. <laughs> Dude, I honestly took down my Xbox 360 and because my son keeps knocking it down. He's one years old. You know, he's at the age where he wants yeah. to crawl and hop on everything. And I'm about to sell it on my eBay store, guys, because you know what? It's like, what are you going to do, man? It's just sitting there. You know what I mean? Like, it's been sitting there. Let it go to a good home and when the get when the video when the when the kids are ready for the video games, I'm sure it'll be an Xbox, whatever, ten thousand times better than the, the 360. So, uh, well, every time I turn the thing on to go play, it's like, hey, I got a got a half hour. I'll go play a game. I turn the thing on. It's like, 
oh, there's a you know critical update. Right, you know, right. It needs yeah, to be yeah. downloaded. Right. It's going to take 45 minutes. It's like, okay, well, there goes the time I had to play the thing. So true. So true. You got to update this thing, right, man? You got to update me, baby. Uh, reading you can't books? play this game until you run this update. <laughs> Or we're gonna explode, uh, like your phone, man. When they with the uh, with the new updates yeah. on the Apple, man, they just slow that slow it down a little more, slow it down a little more. You got to get that new phone. Reading books, just twist or, the crank, <laughs> right? It's like, hey, hey, you guys know how to you guys know how to slow these things down, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, reading books or listening to books if you're thinking about content and uh, knowledge. Uh I think probably probably reading more than more than listening. Although nice. uh, you know, vi- there's a lot of vid- good video content out there too uh, on the tech side of things. You know, um, that, that that comes really handy. You follow certain YouTube channels and you kind of just listen to them and learn. Certain YouTube channels, uh, lots of Udemy as well. You know, great learning mm. source. Udemy is amazing. Absolutely. If you're thinking about diversifying uh, up the portfolio, stocks, real estate, or I've been throwing in crypto. Oof. Uh, probably real estate. There you uh, go. Although I, I I did do crypto, paid for a couple of nice vacations, but Hell you know, yeah, cashed out, cashed there out. There you go. There you go. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Kicking, my, kicking myself now though, because uh, that was oh, back in like, 2016, 2017, right. when it was still cheap. Right. Well, relatively speaking. Relatively, yeah. No, I know. I I got in in 2015, and I seen I seen the whole damn up and down, up and down, up and down. I have held it along the way, but I have cashed out at times where I'm like. Dang, boy, you should have kept it, boy. Uh, but, hey, that's like most things. It, it, the cash out's worth it. You know, you never know the upside, and you're taking a little off the table, and you get to enjoy it. You know, I went to Italy and New you know, York. It's the, and- the bird in the hands or two in the bush, right? Yeah, you know? dude. It's like, so yeah. it's like, okay, hey, if, if you came out of it in the black, you're doing good. Right. Right. 100%. I, 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 I had a bunch. I had a bunch of XRP that you know went into the toilet after the government got involved, yeah. and so it's like, man, <laughs> you know, I, I kicked myself on that one. Although, you know, of course, yeah. after I dumped it, now it's starting to come back again. Yeah, so it's coming back. Yeah, all I think all of them have utility. It's just a matter of being patient and knowing that it's barely. Um, volatile, like even more than stocks, meaning that it goes up more yeah. and down more. But overall, average. If you are interested, guys, my biggest suggestion is like anything, just average and slowly, you know, put 20 bucks a day, put a hundred bucks yep. a day, whatever your income level is, you know, put a thousand bucks a day if you can do that. But you just learn by slowly dollar cost averaging in to whatever you want to, to, to uh, do. But I always say, obviously stay, stay with some of the top BTC, ET, Ethereum, because everything kind of runs through Ethereum. And uh, then beyond that, there's so many different projects out there, but there's so many different things you can do in, in real estate too. Um if you don't have Absolutely. money, but in real estate, we had a few guests on about using credit cards to finance their first couple of deals and just so many, there's creative ways to basically use financing. Um, and it's not a matter usually a lot of times of the financing. It's usually a matter of finding that deal that you can actually make a little money on if you even have to finance it, you know, and uh, a lot of times people aren't ready for that yeah. hard work. So a lot of in the research and grind and like, like you, my man, like, you know, the experience of actually knowing how to do these things. Um, when you're waking up, uh, or getting ready for, uh, your day today, uh, which one would you rather go to if you were to go on vacation, oceans or lakes? Uh, probably the ocean. I, I live on Lake Michigan here. So oh, wow, you know, beautiful lake. I, 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 I live with that. It, it is, but man, it is cold. Oh yeah. Right. Right. The wind. It, I always remember it's it's super I, I, windy up there. Even in the you know, mid July, August, that, that water never gets warm in like 75 degrees. You know, unless you're in the real shallow parts. So right. it's like, it's not anything you want to go jumping into in a real time real soon. Yeah, but it, like the, it is a beautiful, beautiful view. Beautiful, dude. I went to Mackinac Island a few times when I was a kid. And uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool experience. Really cool experience. And uh, takes you back in time in a way. Um, when you're waking Enjoy up. Enjoy the fudge. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Fire, fire, fudge, fire, all that. We were having so much fun on that island. Me and my. My brother, and my sister, and we had mm-hmm. my cousins. Uh, it was a long time ago, but 1999. This is when I graduated high school, 1999. Um, when you're waking up for your days, my man, you're getting yourself ready, pumped, energized for the day. Uh, why do you love being you, Mr. Nick Collins? Uh, probably the biggest thing is I, I, I love what I do for a living. You know, one of, the, one of the lessons, probably the best lessons my dad gave me when I was growing up was, you know, find something you enjoy doing and figure out a way to make money at it. You know, 
Right. So, you know, I, I, as much as I kind of, you know, lucked into it, fell into it because, you know, my original goals were, were shifted. Right. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, I, I love what I do for a living. You know, I, I enjoy the, the unique challenges that comes with it. You know, it's, it's different every day. You know, I, I'm not just, you know, some cog in the wheel doing the same repetitive thing over and over and over again. Mm. Every, every day is a new challenge. Every day is a new beginning. Uh, so I, I, I love that. So key. In digital marketing and engineering and tech, it's always going to be changing, baby. We're never the changing. The algorithms are always changing. Something's oh, yeah. changing, baby. And uh, oh, you, you take a two-month vacation, you're starting all over again. Oh, yeah. The biggest thing, what you did, and even like what I've even tried to do with, with some of my, uh, with my business uh, and some of my businesses was pivot, you know, and being willing to pivot during tough times. If one thing's down, you know, pivot, baby. And so, uh, and being willing yeah. to do that. Well, it's, it's like so easy to follow a trap of like digging in your heels. It's like, nope, if I just keep on this path, it's eventually will pay off. Or keep or, reinvesting. You know, I was thinking. It doesn't always work that way. Right. I was thinking maybe should I just, you know, like obviously, you know, reinvest more, like take money out of my own personal stuff, throw it back into this business. And, uh, you know, I didn't thank God, uh, obviously because the business has kind of come back on its own organically in a way, you know, slowly over time, we're kind of building traction back, obviously after being closed and having clients mm-hmm. shut down for a year or two, uh, you know, do the different categories of business they were in water parks and some of these, et cetera, entertainment facilities. Oh, yeah. um, I had the same thing with the airline I was working with. Oh you know, yeah. They got kicked. They got kicked so hard. Right you know, basically if, it, if it wasn't fit, it wasn't directly related to keeping a plane in the air. It got shut down, you know? Right, right. dude. You're cra- it was crazy, man. You're right, dude. So the- shout out to the entrepreneurs that are willing to pivot too. Do you think you'll ever retire mm-hmm. from uh, your business, tech, coding, learning, entrepreneurship? Well, I'm sure I'll die eventually. But uh, before then, I, I honestly, I, I, I'll, I'd probably like, you know, to back it off probably a little bit, you know, like hand management over to somebody else, you know, right. let, let them handle the stuff I don't like doing. Right. But I don't think I'll ever be completely out of it. Uh, you know, but, you know, I, I, I do enjoy like doing like woodworking and stuff like that on the side. I find that very therapeutic working with nice. you know, those kinds of, you know, earthen elements, you know, nice. so, you know, that's cool. I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy doing that. So I, I'd probably, you know, set up a, a machine shop and, you know, do some of, some more of that, but hobby biz, I, don't hobby biz, ever, I don't think I'd ever completely turn off. Yeah. Got to have something, baby. I think most entrepreneurs after 400 yeah. something shows, 425, I think episodes now, almost every single one, even if they did turn off, sold out, cashed out, big cash out. Some of these folks that I've had, you know, multi-million, hundreds of millions of dollars, obviously paid back their investors. They didn't keep it all, but they kept a good portion of it. And they found out, Hey, a couple of days on the golf course, every, you know, doing, you know, get a massage every day, go to the gym every day. It's just boring, you know, no matter what your age. And so I think a lot of us that have that entrepreneurship bug or it's in us, you know, we want to have something, like you said, the woodworking business or something, you know, something that you, you know, go yeah, to well, perpetual vacation is, is really no fun. You know, right. it's just right. one of those things that it, it gets old after a while. Totally. I, my family and I, we, we, we went to Disney for six weeks and oh, wow. you know, but by, 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 by week six, and we were ready to be home. We're like, you know what, as great as Disney is, and this is like pre pandemic and stuff, right. you know, as great as all this stuff is, it, it gets old, you know? Totally, bro. You've already been on those rides. You've already seen it all. It's like, honestly, I always say too about people that live by the ocean. Maybe, maybe you you uh, feel differently, but sometimes I feel like they don't appreciate it as much as if you get to come occasionally, uh, pop up to the ocean and exactly. see a beautiful ocean. You just kind of take it for granted, just like any of us do. We, we drive a nice car. We kind of just take it for granted. Someone's breaking down today. It falls in the background. Yeah, it's comes yeah. nice. Right. It's like you just hop in, the car turns on, no big deal. Someone else's car there doesn't doesn't turn on every time. You know, they gotta freaking figure out the wire of the battery, you know, today, right now, as we're listening and recording this mm-hmm. show, someone's going through that right now. And so I always remind myself of those beautiful it's it's not it's not easy, baby. We we, we work hard for this. We it's not easy to do what we're doing, but just to have the always that gratitude mindset around those things, because it's so true. Uh, you know, many things we have are just blessings that once you get to beyond financial freedom, you get your business going and things like that. It, it, it creates so much levels of opportunity that you never want to turn it off. You never want to turn it off. Even if we get a pandemic, even if we get shut down in many ways, we still fighting, baby. Um, is there a routine on how you start your day? Uh, there is, although, uh, you know, it's probably not, I, I've listened to your podcast, you know, 
All these guys are like, oh yeah, I started off the day, you know, like the you know, go, you know, go meditate, all these right. things. It's like, right. man, I, I I got kids. I don't have time for that stuff in the morning. So like I'm I'm taking the dogs out, getting kids fed, getting them ready for school. <laughs> right. You know? And then and then hopefully sometime in a reasonable time of the day, I'm able to, you know, get in my office and you know get back to work. <laughs> yeah. I think uh was Jeff Bezos, I've been seeing more stuff about him and he protects his morning so he can have that time with his kids, knowing that it's crazy and chaotic yeah. and then he well, you know, it's, it's really so important too. I mean, you know, being involved in your kids' lives, you know, absolutely. I, I saw a statistic that said, you know, ha- having you know both parents involved in the kids' lives is like the single greatest determining factor for those kids being successful when they grow up. You know, more, more than you know your economic status, more than right. any other factor. Absolutely, you know, is having both parents involved. You know, it, whatever that looks like, right? You know. But, you know, having having both parents there involved in the kids' lives, you know, the kids know they're important and, you know, they have a relationship with both parents. It's so key. Oh, dude. Yeah. Priceless, bro. I'm making a huge sacrifice in my family's life to do that. And I know there's nothing you can ever do, like you said, for a child's life, but do that. Um, especially in these day and time where you don't have to be on planes and trains mm-hmm. and automobiles to create business. Business can come to you, baby. I literally list these cards exactly. on eBay. And they'll be selling today, baby. One of these F1 cars, because F1's hot <laughs> right now. Uh, the whole point is that business comes to us. And, and and to take advantage of that, lean into that. I do because I'm a pop-up. Oh, absolutely. And I want to I want to be there for those moments as much as I can, like you, my dude. And uh, and you're so right. It's so important. You know, it's, it, it, it can be fun, too. You know, sitting there in a meeting. I, I remember a couple of years ago, I'm sitting there on the beach, on the Gulf of Mexico. I think it was on Clearwater Beach or somewhere thereabouts. Ooh. And I'm sitting there literally on the beach in a chair with my laptop having a zoom meeting with a oh, client yeah. and you know, they're, they're, in, they're in Chicago. This is like, you know, January they're in Chicago. They got like snow behind them. The sky is dark and, you know, it's really dreary and they connect to the zoom meeting. They see me there. I got like palm trees behind me and stuff like that. I was like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And I got like the double one finger salute from them, you know? Like you suck. You know, I was like, Hey, <laughs> you know, living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream, baby. Yeah, because that's true. I mean, you can literally do everything through the phone, technology, Zoom, everything can come to you. And so, and I always say that that's the best part about it today, but it's also the worst part too. So you got to learn how to put it down, turn off the notification, pings, dings, dings as well. So it's like the double-edged sword, right? As entrepreneurs too. A couple more last questions for you because I love your energy, love your positivity, and I always take notes, but hey, boy, I got a a page load of notes on you. do you have any favorite apps or tools that help you run the business? Uh, probably what I use the most is Slack, actually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so Slack is such a, a great tool for well, communication, keeping everyone on the same page. You know, right. email is great, but man, things get buried so easily. Oh, you get all that junk coming in. Right. You know, all, all that noise. Um, Dude, absolutely. And, hey, if you want, if you want, if you want to get to a test, see how many emails you can get. Sign up on a single marketer's email list, or even worse, buy one of their info products. Right, and you will be on everybody's list under the sun. You know, so Crazy, you know, e- email things get buried so quickly and easily. But Slack is just a good way of focusing on the communication at hand. Right, and you know, keeping everyone on the same page. Yeah, and you have the email, and you can keep that open too. And you guys got to know what's going on. And you're right, just tons of extra uh, emails. That don't need to happen. And uh, obviously Slack and Teams and Zooms and everything. There's so many different ways to kind of manage your team. And, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Slack is obviously the leader in a great company. A great company, baby. Uh, if you could sit down for a steak dinner tonight with anyone in the world and they're coming to you, my man, who are you going to sit down with tonight? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, Honestly, I'd probably probably say my wife just because you know we don't Let's get go! A, lot of, a lot of time a lot of time you know just the two of us you got two small kids oh, it just it sucks everything out of you and you know it's really hard to, to get that time alone. Totally, bro. I totally understand that. We do a lot of date nights with the kids. It's not the same though, right? It's not the same. We try to have a little wine or do something fun, but it's not the same. It's not the same. You're keeping them from coloring on something or choking themselves or throwing the food on the ground or something and going crazy. And obviously not throwing a fit and blah, blah, blah. At the same time, no matter what your kid's age. Well, you know, what- it's, it's funny. You know, when, when you, when you have kids, you know, or let me back up when you're single and you go out to eat, 
You hear all these kids like fussing and making a bunch of noise in the background. You know, a lot of people, it's really easy to get, you know, irritated and be like, right. oh, man, why can't they keep their kids quiet and stuff? Right. After you have kids, you're sitting there just going, well, at least it's not mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, thank God that my kids are just chilling, chilling right now. And if they are, if it's your kid, you're just like, I'm sorry, guys, we're having a breakdown day today. People mostly understand, you know, mostly understand for the most part. But obviously, yeah. and, and obviously after the last couple of years, kids are just getting acquainted to being back around. We were seeing that more and more. And uh, it's good for them to get back acquainted and going to restaurants and having fun again. And uh, especially out here in Cali, man, because we've been shut down, baby, shut yeah. down. Um, is there a book yeah, that you... We were really fortunate. Our house backs right up to the park of our neighborhood. Oh, nice. And so our kids were able to go right, right up to the backyard oh, and awesome. be able to play with other kids and stuff in the neighborhood, even during the shutdown, even when we had the, you know, the shelter in place, you know, all that kind right. of stuff going on. Right. You know, it's like they could, they, could, they could be right in their backyard playing with the neighbor kids, you know. Totally so it, it was, you know, the community became so much more important, you know. Oh, absolutely. That time. We were definitely doing that too, man. More and more... Uh, just because we didn't have much else to do, but on, on beyond that, just to make sure the kids were getting that, that interaction as much as they possibly could. So that's a blessing for mm-hmm. you, dude, to have that so close to you. Cause some people don't have that close to them and they have to drive many miles or they just don't do it. So, or it's not important to them, but yeah, I think that getting that in activity uh, is so, it's so critical. Is there a book that has changed your life? You either reread sticks to your soul or just, you, you know, you like a lot. Oh, if I had to pick one, as it's a tough one, but I, I I think I'd have to have to broaden it a little bit and saying you know, a lot of the stuff by Zig Ziglar. Oh shit, that would be is great. Been really really influential to me. Um, and he, he's got so many good books. He, over the top, of course, is probably like you know mm. at the top of the list. But he, he's got so much good stuff that you know. If, I don't know if you've ever seen him talk. He's like so down oh, to earth, you know. Right. Oh, you, know yeah. you see some some of these guys, you know, the, the Grant Cardones and you right. know, uh, Gary V. And these guys are these guys are big personalities, right? True. But you know, Zig was just kind of like the hey, let's have a conversation. Mm. Here's how it is, you know. It's so laid back and down to earth. Totally. I, I really appreciated that that kind of uh, that that tone and personality. It's kind of like hey, you know. It doesn't, you don't have to be flashy. You don't have to get in people's faces. The showmanship. Do the hard sell. Right. You know, you just come up there, you say, hey, look, I'm here to help you. Mm. How can I help make your day better? Mm. It, and, that, and that's really just the key is, you know, how can I help you to have a better day, to help you do your thing better? Right. And that's my sole concern. That's my primary concern. The rest of it will take care of itself. You know, and, and that that's that's a huge thing, you know, to me you know, as far as you know, uh, inspiration. That you know, you don't have to be flashy. You don't because mm-hmm. I, I I don't mind being you know in the the sales role, you know that kind of thing. But I'd much rather just sit down, have a conversation with someone, saying, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? What are you struggling with? Let, let's let's put our heads together. See if I can even just brainstorm, come up with some ideas of what you can do. You know that they'll help you out. If it's something I can do to help you, great. If it's something that's better for someone else, fine. You know, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm just here to help you guys do better. Yeah, less of the selling and less of the. I think the educational sell is the best sell. Like we're just educating and you're just, hey, I'm here for you. If we can work together, here we go. If we can't, no worries. Take my ideas, run with it. Whatever you got to do. Um, you yeah, know, well, I, that's I like think- one of the things that we do is, uh, in any big project we embark on, we always go through a dis- discovery process. We call it the initial fitting and keep kind of keeping with our tailor metaphor. Mm. But, you know, it's really about having a, a really deep conversation with them about what their needs are, what were their struggles, you know, where are these holes that they're trying to fill? And we, we tell them right off the bat, look, you know, there is a cost to doing that because it takes a few weeks, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, to be able to really, really do this right. Right. But it's like, if, if you want to go, if you decide to go with somebody else, we're going to give you we're going to give you a blueprint. You can take to anybody Smart. and they can execute it. Smart. You know, if you choose to go with us, we'll just take the price off of, you know, of that discovery off right. of the total bill. Off the service. You yeah. know, totally makes sense but, though, because you know, you're not giving them all your value with them, with them just taking it. That happens a lot in the agency business. Oh, I, and you know, I admit I fell into that early on, you know, when I was first, first getting going, Me too. you know, I was out, out you're know, you getting to this mindset where you're trying to impress your customer, right? right. You know, all your knowledge. 
and you end up basically you know, giving them the keys to everything. Oh, shit, yeah. And then you're going, man, I hope they pay me for any of that, some of that, you know. Right. And you know, like like so many of them do. I, there's a lot of fishing expeditions out there where yeah. people are just you know out there. It's like <laughs> fishing, fishing for, for good ideas, getting yeah. some. Yeah, you know they 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 get they get bids or you know um, right right you know, and RFPs uh, a bunch it, of different agencies. RFPs from yeah. you know from fifty different agencies so they get all this free brainstorming totally and then they go you know what we decide to go a different direction we're gonna, we're gonna go and internal. then they got this yeah you know, they got their Rolodex so okay hey let's try this idea that, that one looks pretty good Dude, absolutely. and they didn't pay a dime for it absolutely and you know I I got bit by that one so many times oh yeah or uh, or, or or doing work for startups that you you know find out. You know, they'll tell you, oh yeah, we're, we get funding and all this kind of stuff. Right, and, right. You know, Give me on the they back call end. Into them, they're like, hey, can we can we do equity instead or something like that? And, and it's gonna, it's gonna go to zero, money. baby. Here's a hundred million shares. <laughs> yeah. Guys. So right. it, you know, you, you gotta protect yourself from that. Protect yourself. That's smart though. That's smart. Say, hey, I'll, I'll I'll do the work for you guys. We'll do the initial research. You guys can take these ideas, run with them, whatever you want to do. But and obviously the back end on for you guys would be hey well if you guys stay with us we'll just credit you off your off your campaign off your you know your overall budget with us monthly whatever that looks like super smart dude I like that strategy I like that baby um, Nick I appreciate you bro I appreciate you I, I think that knowledge, knowledge you have a ton of soul passion energy you're a great dad um, but obviously you got a, a shit ton of knowledge, brother. And, and not only are you bringing that to the biggest level of people in your life, but now you're bringing it, helping also small to medium businesses as well, helping service, you know, a variety of, uh, of clients, but the small and medium, I think are, are, there's tons more of them. And I, so I see the abundance for you, my man is going to be continually fruitful. Um, where can we send our listeners as far as the website, where's the best place for us to learn more about the business, uh, and take advantage of this. Yeah, so just go check out our website, Sartoris Digital. Or of course, we're also on you know Facebook, LinkedIn, you know all, all the major you know social media outlets there. Um, but you know, SartorisDigital.com is probably the best place to start. You know, you can get in touch with us on there. And you know, I'll tell you right now, there's 800 around there, but it goes directly to me. So yeah, nice. it, that's that's that, that's one of the things you know when our customers are with us, they're working directly with me, the owner of the company. Nice. There, there's no middle management they're working with. You know, if they need have something happen i make it happen i love that nick i love that man working with the boss man himself uh well dude like i said the world's full of abundance i hope and wish continued abundance for you you've already built so much for yourself but like anyone in the world we get we deserve a little more my my dude you, and you deserve it my man so let's send any some vibes your way if anyone's interested please go check out the website we'll put that in the show notes but folks you've been hanging out with mr nick collins and travis too tall and huff we want to thank you again for your time today and let's keep being real. What another epic episode. And uh, if you enjoyed the episode today, can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast, The B-Real Show on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And also take a little time today, if you don't mind, and give your boy T-Huff a review. I would really super appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening today. Do you want to get featured on podcast, guys? You can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at i love podcast that's i l u v podcast.com do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and it does, they don't care and these folks care and I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcast, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.